ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream stream. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Brady Tichucks or your Chris Criders here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me. My team is the worst group of fantasy hockey players ever assembled. In fact, you know how when you go to the Yahoo League page on a computer, it shows you your team's best player over the past week? Well, for my kickupful team, it showed Toffoli, who was 102nd over the past week. No one on my squad even cracked the top 100, which is just outstandingly bad. So I, I thought to myself, what can I do? I've already tried, you know, renaming my team. What else is there to do? A lesser man might just throw in the towel, call it quits. Not here on the stream scheme when we have our backs against the wall. We make some irrational trades, baby. At least that was the original idea. The thing with Kakupful trades is that they have a rule that the other owners in the league have an opportunity to counter either side of the trade within 24 hours. And if that counter is accepted, then the original trade is canceled out and the counter can then be countered and so on and so forth. So I ended up making three trades. The first one I thought I actually ended up getting a pretty good deal on Couturier and Bennington. And I received Malkin, Platt, and Hintz. The one deal that is probably could go either way ended up being I received Yandel and Connect Me for Brian Rust. A couple of things about that deal. One is that I have no defense, as you guys know, and it's freaking impossible to find sustainable defense from the waiver wire this year. So I'm willing to overpay for D a little bit. And two is that Rust isn't playing with Gensel and Crosby anymore, so he's not as valuable. And lastly, Connect Me, he, he's the wild card. He could go either way. He could could get back to his old scoring ways, or he might just do nothing for the rest of the season. So who knows? And the last one I made was Yamamoto for Mantha and 15 Fab. Admittedly, (laughs) that last deal, that was just plum bad. I don't know what I was thinking. There's just no way around it. Mantha is terrible, and I already have a slumping Larkin, so I'm just doubling down on the Red Wings, which is just an awful idea. But hey, you never know. The Red Wings might remember that they are indeed allowed to score goals, but I doubt that. The point is, my team needed a wake-up call and that no one is safe if we're not performing as a team. And I feel like that's what I did. 
I feel like Herb Brooks, you know, making my fantasy team do sprints. But real quick, we got to review how we did last week because we're all about accountability here on the stream scheme. First up, our top forward streamer pick of the week was Eric Stahl, who had two points in four games. Uh, and, and, and that's just so far. The Sabres also play their fifth game of the week on Sunday, so there's an opportunity for even more points. So with that, I think we can safely call Eric Stahl a win here. I'd probably hang on to Eric Stahl for next week, too, even, because the Sabres don't have a great schedule, but they do play four times. And while the Sabres might mix things up once Eichel gets back, for now, Stahl is playing with Hall. Ooh, that rhymes. And he's on the top power play as well, so I'd hold on to Eric Stahl probably at this point. Up next, we had Brandon Saad and Jonas Donskoy. Okay, first off, I had no idea that Brandon Saad's wife was having a baby. And hey, hand up. I'll take the blame here. Had I known Saad was having a baby, I never would have picked him as a streamer. Not only would that mean that he wasn't going to be playing in all four games that week, but it also meant that he's going to be jinxed not only for this past week, but for the rest of the season as well. That's just common knowledge, one of those things that every fantasy owner has to know. That's my bad, but that's also on Yahoo News Alerts for players. They absolutely need baby alerts to pop up on the player news. That's critical information. But yeah, so Saad did nothing. Donskoy got a couple of points for us late to barely qualify as a hit for the week, but I'm certainly not proud of it. Colorado actually has another great schedule this next week as well. So I'll go ahead and say hold on to Jonas Donskoy for one more week to have as a free streamer without having to burn one of your ads, but definitely drop Bad news, baby, Brandon Saad. Up next, we had a couple of Kings, Adrian Kempe and Jeff Carter. Pretty identical numbers here from the Kings teammates this past week to barely come through for us. Each had a goal and an assist and at least 10 shots over four games. So those both count as hits for us. But again, nothing I'm too proud of. I was looking for a little bit more from both these guys with the type of deployment they're getting and continue to get. But I think it's safe to say that Kempe and Carter did the bare minimum, but it is time to move on from those Kings this week to get a different streamer on your squad. Ryan Graves, unfortunately, he still isn't back to his old perifs like our boy Captain Spurgeon over there, but he didn't do terrible for us. Like some of the other guys, he did the bare minimum to be considered a good streamer for us this past week. He had 12 cupful points over four games. So that's an average of three cupful points a game, which is what the bare minimum what we're looking for. I'm definitely not hanging on to Ryan Graves. Uh, the season is too short for him to wait around to get back to his old peripheral ways. So adios, Senor Graves. Up next, we have Mike Matheson. This one, I was definitely swinging for the fences. It wasn't that bad this week. Uh, Matheson, no points so far, but his perks weren't terrible. If Matheson had a good game today on Sunday and he lucked into a point, this pick could turn into a hit, but for now... I will take the loss on Mike Matheson. And for our Shallow League streamer pick of the week, we had Phil Kessel. And finally, the Shallow League streamer pick of the week, Jinx, is broken. Probably one of my top picks of this year next to Tanner Pearson. But yeah, five points in four games for Phil. The thrill. I think you got to trade him now, though, if you do have Phil Kessel. I just don't see this production or even close to being sustainable for him. So you'd hate to just drop him after a week like this. So try and trade him. But if you really have to, I would drop him. Teddy Bluger, unfortunately, the ludicrous streamer pick of the week curse lives on. But we were so close to ending it. Uh, Bluger did have a point, and he does play today on Sunday. But for now, I think it's safe to say Teddy Bluger was a loss. But as always, I fully reserve the right to amend this pick to a win if Bluger has himself a day. 
later on in his game versus the Islanders. So that's 7 for 10 overall, not half bad, but I'm not going to pat myself on the back for this past week as much as I normally would because a decent number of those guys did just the bare minimum of what we would want from them. But hey, a win is a win. Like my old pal Mason always tells me when we're playing Chell, they don't ask how, they just ask how many. So big shout out to Mason, aka Ginger Flow, the best Chell player in the couple hands down. And some might even argue the best hair in the couple as well. But yeah, that makes us 4-1 and one so far on the season for our streamer picks. That one bad week still haunts my dreams sometimes. But hey, it keeps us striving to not have to live through that again. But enough pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Next up, we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, March 1st, 2021. On Monday, we have 14 teams playing, 16 teams playing on Tuesday, 12 teams playing on Wednesday, 20 teams playing on Thursday, 12 teams play on Friday, 24 teams play on Saturday, and then 16 teams play on Sunday. And again, and in this insane season, I know the schedule can differ from place to place, but here at the stream scheme, we always get the schedule straight from the source, NHL.com. So all this data, at least as of Sunday, February 28th, is indeed accurate. So pretty similar to what we saw last week. This week, we've got two for sure busy days on Thursday and Saturday two for sure slow days on Wednesday and Friday. And then we got three days in the gray there on Monday, Tuesday, and Sunday. So always be sure to check out those gray days to make sure that your streamers will indeed start on those days. Because of all those tweener days, that means we've got a lot of teams with the same schedules this week. But I'm going to give the best schedule of the week to the Vegas Golden Knights. They play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So that's four games with three off day games. But I like their schedule the best this week out of all those that have that same kind of daily schedule because they get to play against the Wild and the Sharks. So hopefully they can put up some decent numbers. After that, there's a bunch of teams that have very good schedules this week that follow that same Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday schedule. And they are the Anaheim Ducks, the Colorado Avalanche, the Minnesota Wild, the San Jose Sharks, and the St. Louis Blues. So any players from those teams have a good week. One tier below that, we have the Carolina Hurricanes, the Ottawa Senators, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Those teams play four times this week with technically three off-day games. But for those three teams, two of those off-day games come on Tuesday and Sunday, which has 16 teams going each one of those days. So that's as high as you can go without being considered a busy day, but still pretty good schedules for Carolina, Ottawa, and Tampa Bay. The worst schedule of the week is an easy one. We've got the Detroit Red Wings. Luckily, no one other than myself is stupid enough to roster more than one Red Wing. I'd probably against rostering any Red Wings at this point, but yeah, they only play on Tuesday and Thursday this week, so you're going to want to avoid Red Wings. A couple other teams with schedules to avoid this week would be the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Montreal Canadiens. Both those teams play three times this week, with two of those games coming on the busy days of Thursday and Saturday this week. So if you have any fringe players on those teams, you can probably safely drop them for a streamer at this point. And with that, let's get into our streamer picks for this week. For our top forward streamer pick of the week, we've got someone who doesn't even have that good of a schedule that I mentioned earlier. But it, this pick is just too juicy to not have him here as my top streamer of the week. OG listeners of the stream scheme, remember this guy because he's a former streamer of the year. Yes, we McCann, baby. It's Jared McCann of the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
and yeah, you might be able to tell I'm all riled up over this pick. I freaking love me some Jared McCann, and so far this year, bringing back former streamers of the year worked out for us. Thank you, Mr. Anthony Duclair. But yeah, let's get back to Jared McCann. It stinks about Jason Zucker. No one ever wants to root for injuries, but let's call a spade a spade. Zucker just wasn't fitting in with the Pens at all. And right when he gets injured, Jared McCann and his outjury just slides into that Malkin and Rust line like he would slide into your DMs. In his first game back from injury, Jared McCann had 19 minutes of ice time. Are you freaking kidding me? Not only that, but he had a goal to boot. And while the Penguins don't have the best schedule, at least they play four times this week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And yeah, it's at least four games, and three of those games are against the Flyers, who haven't been great in net this year so far. And McCann is only rostered in 3% of Yahoo Leagues right now. You guys know me. I've got butterflies in my stomach already. I cannot recommend him enough. You need to run. Don't walk. Run to the waiver wire and pick up. Jared, yes, we McCann this week. For my next forward streamer pick, we've got Kevin LeBanc of the San Jose Sharks. And first off, I know it's pronounced LeBanc, but it's a zillion times funner to call it LeBanc. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, Dave, come on. Not a bad pick here, but Kevin LeBanc, surely he would have to be a shallow league streamer, right? Everyone knows that name. I thought the same thing myself, my friends, but that could not be further from the truth. Get this. Kevin LeBanc is only 4% rostered right now in Yahoo Leagues, which is just straight up bonkers. Just for some chuckles, here's some players that are more rostered than LeBanc. We've got Quentin Byfield, who has yet to play a game. Lawson Krause, who has one point in nine games. I mean, I don't want to get too off the rails here, but you get my point. LeBanc is available pretty much everywhere, so you got to go and pick him up. I mean, LeBanc, LeBanc, he has six points in his last five games. He's playing on the top line with Logan Couture and Evander Kane. And not only all of that, but San Jose has one of the best schedules this week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, or Saturday, I believe. But so, hey, don't be one of those 96% clown leagues and pick up Kevin LeBanc this week. For my next forward streamer pick, we're going back down to Carolina, and I know, I'm sure by now we've all picked up a hurricane at some point in the season, hoping to ride out their good deployment. Perhaps it was Jared Stahl. That was fun for a while, huh? And then there was Brock McGinn. That one didn't work out so well. And then there was even uh, Martin Natchez. He had a good week for us a couple weeks ago, huh? Uh, but this pick is none of those guys. It's the flavor of the week down there for the Carolina Hurricanes. It's Jesper Faust. Not too much to say about this one. It's pretty straightforward. If you're playing with Aho and Sveshnikov, then I'm just going to pick you up. It's pretty straightforward. Um, if you're playing with him, I'm just going to stream you. It also doesn't hurt that Faust has four points in four games. Not only that, Carolina has a sneaky good schedule this week. They play on that Monday and Sunday, which have 16 teams playing. So make sure you can fit them in there. But if you can, Faust could easily be the best pick of the week this week. Uh, the Canes play Florida twice, and they also play the Preds and the Red Wings as well. So I think that we have a decent chance of putting up some points here. And if points are scored, I'm always going to take a chance on whoever is rolling with Aho and Svechnikov at the time. Uh, Boss is only rostered in 1% of Yahoo Leagues. That's 
right, ladies and gentlemen. We're out here giving you ludicrous streamers as our regular forward streamers, but he's in such a good spot right now. I feel it's absolutely warranted, and so you must pick up Jasper Faust this week. For my fourth forward streamer pick this week, I've got to go to Vegas, and you know I had to pick up someone from the team that I'm claiming has the best streaming schedule of the week. It's Chandler Stevenson of the Vegas Golden Knights. This one is definitely a change of pace from the rest of my picks so far this week. The last couple of picks have been like, hey, LeBanc has six points in five games. Faust has four points in four games. For Chandler Stevenson, eh, not so much. He hasn't scored a point since February 13th, and it's going to be March tomorrow. So that ain't good there, Chief. And this is kind of like whenever we picked Duclair a couple weeks ago. There's just no feasible way that this cold streak is sustainable. This man is due with a capital D. Chandler Stevenson, he's getting great minutes, and he's almost getting primo diplemento. It's about as close as you can get without being that. I guess you could call it pretty darn good diplemento. Stevenson right now is getting alongside Stone and Tuck on what is probably their top line. And Vegas is kind of splitting their power play right now, but Stevenson is seeing time on that unit with Patches, Stone, and Glass. And with that kind of deployment, with those kinds of minutes, and on, on this good of a team, Chandler Stevenson has to be due for some points this week. Come on! And in a week where they play four times on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday against the Wild and the Shark, I mean, come on! Stop messing around, man! He's only rostered in... 9% of Yahoo leagues, and that's 9% of people like me who are just looking at him being like, you gotta be kidding me. How is he not scoring points? But yeah, so pick up Chandler Stevenson this week, and hopefully, finally, finally, he can score some points. And for my last regular forward streamer pick this week, we're going with an old, old friend, someone who had a good year ages ago, and while he's never quite found his touch since then, He's always been near and dear to our heart. It's Ricky Rax, Ricard Raquel of the Anaheim Ducks. What else can be said about Ricky Rax that hasn't already been said at this point? But hey, let's focus on the good. He's our friend. We build up our friends, not tear them down. I mean, first and foremost, you know he's at least good for heavy minutes, which we always love to see. What else are the Ducks going to do? Raquel is always going to be on whatever their top power play is. Who else are they going to put out there? Raquel, and he's only shooting 3% right now. So you know he's going to have some goals coming his way. He already had a goal in an apple yesterday. So hopefully this is just the start of a Ricky Racks breakout. I'm not in love with what Anaheim is doing at their lines at even strength. I mean, I do not pair up Raquel and Zegris, but who knows? Maybe they'll start doing that this week. Raquel, he's a little bit high on rosterage here at 20% Yahoo Leagues, but he is available on the waiver wire in the toughest league in the world, tier one of the couple. So I don't want to hear it. If he's there, pick up our boy, Ricky Rax, Ricard Raquel this week. And for our top defensive streamer pick this week, we're going back to the Carolina Hurricanes. It's Brett Pessy. I am absolutely kicking myself because I was this close to having Pessy as a streamer a couple weeks ago and was even thinking about adding him to my squad, but I backed out because I was just like, eh, you know, points for the defensemen in Carolina are kind of random, but Pessy has clearly shown that that is not the case right now. He is himself as the clear number two D-man there in Carolina, and the points have been flowing for him recently. Pessy has four points in his last four games. And while for a defenseman streamer, that certainly does give me some pause because typically that means now he's going to be due for a slow week. 
Pesky's actually been doing it for a while now. He's got 12 points this season. Not only all that, but even if Pesky does slow down on the score sheet, there's a decent chance that this stream hits just from his perips as he puts up a good amount of shots and blocks as well. You already know, Carolina has a good schedule this week, and Pessy is just rostered in 8% of Yahoo Leagues. So pick up Brett Pessy for this week, and maybe even longer. For my next defensive streamer, I'm bringing back another old friend. A lot of old friends this week. I absolutely love it. And when I saw this guy had been in Fuego recently, I was just over the moon for him. I don't care if it's unsustainable production. I said to myself, I insist on having him as a streamer this week. It's Marco Scandalo of the St. Louis Blues. And yes, if you're new here, I'm perfectly aware that his name is Scandella, but he'll always be Scandalo to us. And okay, maybe when I say he's been in Fuego recently, that just means he had one good game. But whatever, man. Quit ruining all the positive vibes. Get that negative energy out of here. Scandalo did more in one game than most people do all week long. He had two goals, one assist. One shorthanded point, three shots, one hit, and five, count them, yes, five blocks, all in a whopping 25 minutes and 28 seconds of ice time. Oh my goodness, I'm getting all hot and bothered from that stat line. Now, will he do that every game? Of course not. Don't be silly, but hey, maybe it's a thing, sign of things to come this week, and the Blues do have one of the best schedules this week. They play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. It doesn't take much to get excited about him. And he's only rostered in, you guessed it, 0% of Yahoo Leagues. So why not? Let's have some fun and take a chance on Marco Scandalo this week. And for my last defensive streamer this week, we're going with Essa Lindell of the Dallas Stars. And I actually don't feel great about this pick. I typically go with someone who's a little bit more of a perifs beast. And Lindell is a bit hit or miss with his perifs, pun intended. Actually... Hits are the thing that Lindell is most consistent at, but his shots and blocks can go either way from game to game. I'd also like to see a little bit more minutes to give us a better chance at getting those perifs, but hey, this is kind of a heat check pick for us right now. We've actually been surprisingly good on our defensive streamers so far this year. I'm pretty sure we've hit two out of three every single week, and even in a week where we only had three wins, it still hit. So can our streak continue when I'm picking... Lindell, who I'm lukewarm on, and Marco Scandello, who isn't even owned anywhere. I guess we'll see. But hey, stats don't lie. And Lindell is only 10% rostered right now, which is actually a little high, if you ask me. His numbers don't warrant double-digit rosterage. But hey, stats say if you pick up one of our defensive streamers, you have a 67% chance of it working out for you. So what the hey, pick up Essa Lindell this week. And now we move on to our shallow league streamer of the week. The curse is finally broken, and hopefully this guy can keep it going. It's Pavel Zaka of the New Jersey Devils. Now, I'll admit it. This one is as shallow as it gets, because before, I would have thought that Zaka would be owned in every single competitive league that there is. He's essentially a point-for-game guy at this point, and you have to go back to January to find the last time he didn't put up a point in a game. But this is why we have the Shallow League streamer. He's not necessarily a huge name quite yet, and he plays for the Devils. And I also see a decent amount of questions on Twitter about picking him up, and he's actually only 26% rostered right now on Yahoo Leagues. That's a whole lot of clown leagues out there, but it's like I always tell you guys, there's nothing wrong with playing in a clown league as long as you win it. So if you're in a shallow league where he might have flown under the radar, or maybe you're playing with some hometown friends who might not be watching the waiver wire quite as closely as we do, 
pick up Pavel Zaka, and he'll definitely help you win this week where he plays four times. And most likely, he'll also be someone who can help you win a championship as well. And lastly, for our ludicrous streamer pick of the week, we could not be on any more opposite ends of the spectrum. From our Shallow League streamer to our ludicrous streamer this week, we've got Rudolph Bowser's of the San Jose Sharks. What? Who in the freaking world is Rudolph Bowser's? Never in my life have I heard of this man, and apparently neither has anyone else, as he is 0% rostered on Yahoo right now, but we're about to change that. He's going to get that stream scheme bump, as I think that Bowser's is the man for the job to finally break the ludicrous streamer curse this year. Right now, Bowser's is playing with Timo Meyer at even strength, and even more importantly, he's getting top power play time for the Sharks, playing alongside Couture, Kane, and Donato. Bowser's, he has three points in his last three games. And in this last game, he had 18 minutes and 54 seconds of time on ice. Are you freaking kidding me? Who is this guy? Where'd he come from? I have no idea. But hey, let's see if you can keep it up for at least one more week where San Jose has one of the best schedules of the week. So pick up Rudolph Bowser's? So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, March 1st, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Jared Yes, Wee McCann, Kevin LeBanc, Jasper Foss, Chandler Stevenson, and Rookie Racks, Ricard Raquel. Our defensive streamers are Brett Pessy, Marco Scandello, and Essa Lindell. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Pavel Zaka, and our ludicrous streamer of the week is Rudolph's Bazers? Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See ya!